Chancers, a Go Loud original podcast. Go Loud! Go Loud! Uh, 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 one, two, one, two. I can show you the world. You could give me a tour of Temple Bar at a stretch. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Good use of alliteration. Tell me, princess, now. Paddy, I am a queen and we have a podcast to do. Come on. Fine, fine. <laughs> Okay, let's go. Tonight. Oh, Jesus, tonight. I was like, tonight. <laughs> tonight. Uh, what is it? Tight tonight, Simon. I am Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get into it. This week, our topic is Disney versus real life. I'm Anna Clifford. And I'm Paddy Smith, and you're listening to Chancers. A podcast for those who feel like they're chancing their arms at life when others seem to have it all worked out. Each week we pick a topic for discussion, share our opinions, mishaps and misadventures. And after we share our unexpert opinions, we'll be joined by an actual expert on the subject to help us figure things out. Welcome to Chancers, Hans. Well. All right. How are you? Well, I am starting with guys. No biggie. No biggie. No bleeding biggie. Congratulations, that's huge. Yeah. I can't really go into much detail in one of those arseholes, but... Oh, we love... Yeah, keep it secret. Keep it secret. That's all you can say. That's me. Confidential. Check out your Instagram. Check out out my Instagram. Paddy Wisemith. This week, yeah, I haven't been on the plane this week, but I was baking a cake and, oh my God, I'm actually terrified to be a man. Like, how do people do it? I would like, I've always wanted to be one of those, mo- like, hopefully, eventually, mothers who, you know, be creative and bake stuff for their kids. And, like, this week I was like, I don't have too much on. I'm going to make bake my dad a 70th birthday cake. And then, obviously, all the work came in yesterday. And I still committed to doing this allotment style cake with little decorations of carrots and leeks and mini aubergine. I've seen them before. Uh- <laughs> but I. But I'm going to say to you... And, and then I'm like, oh, how do mothers do it? I'm absolutely right. You did this to yourself, though. I you know. did this to yourself. She says yes, yes, yes to everything. But we need to get paid, you know what I mean? Need need money to you buy need, the cake materials. You need to also sleep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Can I be sleeping? What's allotment mean? Uh, sorry, allotment is a, a garden. <laughs> it's like a, a space... Of, it's a little <laughs> space of garden that people get to grow vegetables in. That's oh what God. an allotment is. I've, I've learned a new word today. Yeah. Yeah. We're learning. There's this me is what going it's all about. don't even know what allotment means. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, sorry, Patty, must have made a mistake. We're, I'm glad we got that in before you go over. <laughs> Test you on some very, and it is quite British to have an allotment, so. <laughs> I, won't be like, I won't be saying garden over there. Yeah, yeah that's a lovely garden you got. <laughs> it's actually an allotment. We learn a lot in this pod and that's why we're here today. And our topic this week is one we're very excited about. Yes, it's Disney versus real life. Basically how Disney has fecked up our expectations. Yeah. Of Let's love. Blame Walt. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Walt. That's your real name. Um, he started it all. Walt Disney began his career in animation in 1920. Whoa. I mean, that's a real long time ago. Yeah. Like, my dad was born in 1933. Whoa. So, yeah, I know. That's a, yeah, that's a good... Good heap of time. That's about 100 years. Is that 102 years ago now? Yeah. Thanks, D. We have D here for the maths. I know. Um, in 1922, which is 100 years ago now, guys. Well done, Anna. 
Disney and his friend UB Lurks, a gifted animator, founded the Laughogram Films in Kansas City, and that began producing a series of cartoons based on fables and fairy tales. And oh, see, but Mickey, I want to see that. <laughs> that seems like a porno. The, uh, the, uh, the first one was Steamboat Mickey. It's no better. Okay, we were looking. Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. Oh my god. Was was Mickey's first first real name Willie, and they changed it to Mickey? <laughs> that is, is that hilarious. Why we call them Mickey's? Oh my god, we're gonna have to put this as explicit content. Yeah. This well, we'll be doing that. <laughs> yeah. We'd be putting a warning on the mall, don't worry. <laughs> and now now Disney is one of the most successful companies in the world and most powerful. It is a powerhouse. Powerhouse. Well, but, but has it ruined our lives? <laughs> yes. And we want to sue for some of that money. <laughs> How do we get in on that? I Trauma. Do, I do think it has. I mean, if you look back at all the films, like there's like a macho man mentality and versus the damsel in distress. Yeah. Kind of, you know, the princess is always like finding something or she needs help, um, and the macho man comes in and saves her. Yeah, you know, and that's what that's why I've been sitting around the hole for thirty one <laughs> years waiting for that guy to come, and I've only just realised I have to do it myself. And like from a young age, we are taught, like just by watching these cartoons, that that is the way of life. It is, and it? like all this, uh, definitely for our generation as well, and the ones above us, like those stories were so repetitive in all the cartoons growing yeah. up that obviously the more you watch it, you're going to believe it. Exactly, like Sleeping Beauty, for example. Like, see, that's, there's something creepy in that because actually she's asleep, you know? There's no <laughs> consent there. Oh my God, <laughs> Like yeah. when you think about these actually, stories, they're actually really creepy. I have never thought of you know, that Dis- before. Disney took those creepy stories from the Grimm brothers who sound like two absolute creeps. And then we're like, let's kind of like, yeah, put it in some nice colours, some nice animation and an absolutely unreal soundtrack behind it. And it's suddenly a fairy tale. But the the original Sleeping Beauty, she gets pregnant while sleeping. No. So, yeah, there's some issues there. Oh, my God. I love Sleeping Beauty. (laughs) I loved Maleficent, to be fair. I loved a villain. Yeah, that's that's kind of a newer one, isn't it? I don't know that. I just one. loved Maleficent as the character. I was loved she, all. Oh, the she villains. was in Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, yeah. And then she, she got a, her own. She got, became the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid was great. And but, like, that's my favorite one. Oh, like I used to be in the bath and pretend I was Ariel flipping my fins. Yeah, and the soundtrack is amazing. Like, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? But don't get me started. <laughs> Do not. Oh, but then you want to be. I want to be where the people are. Like you're singing that. Like more unfortunate souls (laughs) in pain. Oh yeah. I actually dressed up as Ursula for Halloween once. It worked because she's an octopus and I have like four legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? I see that. That'd be great. It was actually really good. (laughs) So yeah. So do you think it's put a dampener on your love life throughout the years? I think there's no representation. You know, Mm. I think. Obviously, Disney has got better because it's had to in recent times. But if you look back at like gay representation or like minority group representation, there's really none. I looked up, was there any gay characters in Disney? And there's one gay character that they referenced to was Gaston's right hand man. Do you remember Gaston from Beauty and the Beast? He was like Mm -hmm. the buff kind of bad boy that wanted to get with Belle. But he had a little sidekick called LeFou. Yeah. And apparently he was gay, which I can kind of understand that because 
He was obsessed, you know, obsessed with Gaston, with a hot wasn't he? Man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I've been I've been obsessed with many hot men. Yeah, follow them around. In my time, do you mm-hmm. know? Follow them around. <laughs> That's what he was doing, though. He's like, oh, Gaston, I remember him. I also oh. hate that stereotype that we follow just hot men around, like a bad smell. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I have, you that gay men follow I, hot men around. I have turned many straight men as well. Oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So do you know what I mean? And I think they follow you. They well, they have. They followed me into the bedroom. <laughs> uh, but they have. <laughs> but yeah. So I feel like they they've only got representation now because they feel like society is really honing in on it. And they should be though. So yeah. and also, you never really see anyone disabled in Disney films, and if they are deformed in any way. Um, or have something wrong with them. They're the villain. They're the scary people. They're the, They're scary the people, people to be like, people. like shunned away. Like Quasimoto, or... for yeah, example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh my God, I'm terrified. And it's so disgusting that that would, you know, that's the kind of narrative Definitely. that we're fed as children. You know? That needs to And change. even for myself, like I didn't realise, it was just like, that was unconscious to me that was happening, even though I um, disabled myself. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, you just don't pick so, up on it like, because we're so fed all those things. The pretty people are the ones yeah. that are the heroes or the people that should deserve are deserving of love or know. you know success, and that's just crazy to to. And it probably also show. has a, like a part to play in like why I don't find myself attractive or why I've had issues around yeah. that. Because if you like, well, like of anyone of a minority, have always said if they don't, if you don't see yourself, like obviously I can't speak because like, yeah, fucking loads of white blonde girls and everything but I can imagine yeah. if you don't see someone that looks and represents you yeah you f- feel like like yeah less for some reason I guess I and you're not so that needs to change I do think Disney are get, like they're putting more diversity and characters in but you're right more like yeah people with disabilities would be great to see in it and um, I think it would be great to have like a gay love story wouldn't that be like amazing if that, one of their next ones was that yeah do you think that I know it sounds weird and we, we always think we're very progressive but do you think that parents are ready for that? A gay cartoon love story? They better be. I, I, <laughs> like, in my personal opinion, I don't know. I don't know but like that's up to but people I'd love, on their own. I would absolutely adore and I think that we should make it normalised for kids to see different types of love. Yeah, so yeah. people, yeah, are probably ready for those stories but there's always going to be that backlash that then you're just trying to be too woke. I know. Do you know what I mean? So you're no, never going to keep people happy but you do need to show... Diversity. Like for you as a woman, right? Moving on from yes. that, do you think <laughs> it, do you think it's affected you and how you look at love? Yeah, and... of course. Oh my god! But I've like slowly come to the realization over the years. Like I did think Prince Charming was out there, and now I realize Prince Charming's out there, but he's gonna sleep with your ugly sisters after a few pints. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe in happily ever after, but it's more like happily ever after morning after pill. <laughs> So it's just like a bit more realistic. But I definitely was like, oh, I'm just like even rom-coms, all that. Like I fed into that. I just thought I was going to find that one soulmate really early on. And that would be us. And like we would just fight the world together. And And do you think it's like affected how you are in relationships? Like, do you think that you... Yeah, I have an idea of love that it probably isn't real. And I'm slowly coming to terms with it in therapy. So uh, I'll get there. (laughs) I love that she laughs. She does that when she gets there. She's like, I'll get there. <laughs> when, I say, when I say something so yeah. honest. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think it, uh, yeah, I do. But like. Do you feel like you sometimes played a part in relationships? Like that you were a. I was like trying to be a princess yeah. or a damsel in distress. A damsel in distress. 
no, I don't think so. Like, because I had no representation, mm. so I didn't. No, gay people didn't really have something to go off. Do you think? Well, that no, because I guess I wasn't like. Sub, I've sub, always sub, been a bit not pl- super girly, not super princessy. So I've definitely, I probably saw sometimes some of the characters, other characters of myself as well, like the Beast and Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Before laser know? hair removal, but um, like you know, <laughs> so you you, I, like, you identify with different different characters, I guess, in it. Uh, like the tomboys, or they're like I would love like you know any of the action figures, or you know the ones that Mulan was a great one, wasn't it? Because she went out and she joined the army, and that was really cool. Yeah. Um. So a bit of that as well, like the hero. I'd love to be the hero, not just the damsel in distress. So a bit of both. <laughs> you know the way you were saying you'd be the beast. And you relate to I the relate beast. to the beast for sure. Do you know that Beauty and the Beast was actually meant to show the advantages of arranged marriage? Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, I, I've said How? this before in the, in the wedding pod, but I, I'm up for arranged marriages now. I, no, <laughs> I, that's terrible. But I actually think, look, I'm not getting any boyfriends anytime soon. If it was arranged, at least I'd have somebody. That's the thing. Yeah, it's know? not so bad. But then also, do I want somebody? And you can always get more. I, I've done my dating <laughs> shows. I've done my quota. I can't go on another one. I'm it's sure you can do one more. <laughs> They're like, Jesus, he's like the Kerry Katona of Ireland. <laughs> we'll we go into some fairy tale facts. Yeah, let's go into some fairy tale facts. Um, okay, I'll go first. So, contrary to the notion that the fairy tales were meant for children, the fairy tale was actually meant for adults. Um, as they are quite gruesome. Yeah, think of the, all those ones. Like even the first one, Snow White, is so creepy. Like the apple, <laughs> the apple that like the witch. Like she's so scary looking, and she spends the entire film cleaning for seven men. Yeah, nightmare. Hello, absolute nightmare. And they're all they're called grumpy, angry, just no. Yeah, like, I mean that's probably the seven personalities in one. Yeah, I know. Just trying to, if it's a warning to all women <laughs> not to become housewives. <laughs> Oh, this is a good one. Some early versions of Cinderella have one of the ugly sisters hacking her toes off to make the glass slipper fit her foot. I know some girls who would like, yeah, they would chop off their arm to be with, <laughs> to be with someone. But even calling them the ugly sisters. Yeah. I mean, it's just so... Yeah. And like, if the glass slipper doesn't fit, you're not, gonna, you're not the perfect yeah. one. She probably had to size seven foot or something. Yeah. <laughs> a glass Instead slipper is... a dainty even, tree. I know. <laughs> And then the evil stepmother. Yeah. And isn't it bad that they always pitch m- m- stepmothers to be evil? Like when we think of people who have half... Yeah, like, I mean, I know, have a stepmother. I'm like, I probably, when I was a kid, had a bit oh, of like, a thing. Step-dads she wouldn't never love got me the same something. kind of like, oh my God, aren't they evil? Like, because like, stepmoms probably look as if they came in and got the dad, but stepdads are cool because they went off and got a new wife. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, the phrase, once upon a time, once upon a time, you know, that's... Yeah famous phrase was coined in the 14th century the phrase also meant that time place and people in the story are not related to any specific event and they could be old or recent I like that so if I was like talking about last night I'm like once upon a time like you're like Anna that was last night and I'm like no once upon a time so you know I you went talk- for a couple of drinks you know when you talk about your blackout days yeah you can talk about oh, yeah, once I'll just upon like, a time because of my blackout days I make up the stories of what happened because yeah. I wasn't there <laughs> So I'm like, once upon a time, yeah, I got with David Beckham, he gave me an NDA. <laughs> That's what happened that night. <laughs> oh, there's always a parent that usually dies. That's always, if people didn't pick yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know that they asked on it. There's always a parent that usually dies. And it's, know, prom- I've always and it's normally that. the mother. Most Disney stories, yeah, you'll notice that the the hero or the, the main character 
at the start always has a parent that dies. Usually the mother. I mean, one that brings to mind, I know, Bambi. Yeah, Bambi, bald. Like, that first scene in Bambi, absolutely bawling. It's the saddest thing ever. It absolutely is. Like, it comes into your mind and oh. But I always thought, like, for my own... I, I noticed it, but I never looked into it. My own reasoning was like, oh, I think, like, they're just trying to make you sympathise and like the character straight away so that you are with them and they have more of a, like, you know, heroic ending because they didn't have boat parents bring them up or something. But there's some other reasons. So one of the reasons um, that Disney kind of say is one reason is practical because the movies are 80 or 90 minutes long and Disney films are about growing up. They're about the day in your life when you have to accept responsibility. In shorthand, it's much quicker to have characters grow up when you bump off one of their parents. <laughs> oh my god so maybe you do like you grow up a bit quicker if you're like well, you have I, to fend for yourself is, I guess is, it makes sense is, yeah like, yeah and mortality as well I, I actually kind of I'm okay like I get what they're trying to say there yeah you know yeah, I do you do like I, I lost my mum when I was five yeah do you know and you probably that probably like yeah. matured you a bit more yeah quicker definitely than, did. than me for sure and like you know you, you can never you never know what life's going to throw at you so and then they have another reason that Basically, that Walt Disney, when he got successful, he wanted to buy his parents a house and he did that eventually and he was quite happy. And then they died in a gas leak of the house and he lost his both parents. And they, <gasps> they say that he kind of tries to. Bring oh, that in. my God. But that's kind of that's like that is a factual thing about his life. But they kind of bring that in that maybe he started putting in. We all have baggage. Even Walt Disney has baggage. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> but he's really gone in on Walt. <laughs> We do uh, like it. We do like them yeah, at the end of the day. I know. We'll keep watching those Disney films. Nice for hangovers, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we didn't even mention Song of the South, so be happy about that, yeah. Walt. Um, not that he even listens to this, is he? No, he's not alive. Yeah, we're obviously. like, <laughs> later, Walt. 102. I'm like, woo. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, you know, we love the old school Disney and it's obviously the narrative is coming forward with a lot of diversity, more representation. But like, will you allow your kids to watch the original films? Obviously, because there's a lot of problematic. Well, yeah, the great thing is nowadays I've read that any of the old school Disney films that do have issues with racism or appropriation, they actually have a warning that pops up before you watch it. So that is a great opportunity to then talk to your kids about what the, what the issues yeah. are, I guess, in that. It is good. I mean, you can say that's Isn't not that good, good. But yeah. I mean, you, your kids have to be of a certain age, but they should just be growing up knowing this, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, oh, but they'll be way, way ahead of us. Yeah, let me look. We, do, we, you know. We're already fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, girls. <laughs> yeah, and, and Walt did that. Okay, that's our conclusion. Walt, you fucked us up. Yeah. Okay, we've chatted enough nonsense, Paddy. It's time to call our expert of the week and this week we're chatting to Paul and Erica of the That Aged Well pod. We had figured out we'd bring in a relation expert because we kind of started off with Disney versus the relationships but we realised throughout our chat there's just so much more issues to do with Disney um, but we, we landed went, we on. We went down a rabbit hole really. We went we down did. a rabbit hole. There's just so much there. Yeah. And um, that we have to think about ourselves rather than just the love part and that's what Paul and Erica are going to help us with. I'm actually really excited for this because I've listened to their pod and they are hilarious. And we need an international dialing code because they're <laughs> over in the States. I think it's 001, do you? I think it's plus, get me out of here. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Paul and Erica, we're delighted to have you. Do you want to give a little intro about yourselves? We are uh, college buddies. We went to college <clears throat> years ago. A thousand years uh, ago. <laughs> in the Pliocene epic. Yeah. Um, they didn't and have numbers back then. No, no. It was it was pre-human history. Um, <laughs> and we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We started uh, we started this podcast called That Age Well, which is just about us going back to the movies, mostly movies, but also sometimes TV. Every once in a while, we'll branch out uh, from our youth that maybe uh, haven't aged that well. You know, John Hughes movies didn't age that well. The Birdcage didn't age that well, you know, and it's fun to look at them. And we point out the ways that they're, you know, racist and sexist and homophobic. But about 50 percent of the time, we still love them. That's about 75% thing. of the time Erica loves them and about 50% of the time I love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I loved about your pod. It was like you found the right balance of finding the problems, but also kind of like celebrating for what they were back then. So it was a nice... Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a good mix, you know? Yeah. You're not just going mm-hmm. full in like, no. You're, you're, you're <laughs> and also shame. lots and lots... You're trying to say, but keeping it lighthearted. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yes. It's light. Yeah. Thank With you. lots and lots of dick jokes. <laughs> right, this week, we discussed... We our topic of choice was Disney kind of, and we started off with our versus our expectations of love and growing up, but then we kind of mm. got into lots about how problematic it is. And you've done the same on some of your pods. But I guess our first question to you would be: Do you think Disney ruined our expectation of what love is or what a relationship should look like as we grew up? Because we do. I know what you're talking about. My emotionally abusive boyfriend and I get along great, and one day. I will change him and it'll be perfect. Yep. As soon as you remove his full body hair, I think it's yeah. going to be a big change mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, yeah. There's that witch's curse. We just have to get past and then yeah. we're great. Then we're, then we're great. Yeah. No, I, I think that Disney is like, it, it was just not discussed enough when we were growing up that it's a fantasy and it's, it's fine if it's just a fantasy, but you have to tell kids like, Hey, by the way, marriage also includes like, you hearing your spouse poop in the morning sometimes like this is not it's not all beauty and love and gloriousness also not everyone can live in a castle can we just stop it's, with that exactly. nonsense already mm-hmm. not everyone i mean some people do and g- good for them good for but, godspeed <laughs> godspeed castle dwellers but the most the rest of us <laughs> live in tiny apartments uh, disney also Disney also told me that I was going to grow up and that foxes were going to be super hot. Have you have you rewatched Aladdin recently? I was listening to your yeah. pod um, and it just brought everything back to me. I was saying like, I haven't seen it in a few years, but the way you described everything brought all those characters back so quickly. And oh my God, yeah, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> you know, I didn't really think about it, but now that like, we're researching and doing the pod, I'm like, oh my God, do you know what I mean? And it, that must have had an effect on us as children absolutely well then they also like there's also like the gay villain thing like of the of the four big like disney movies when we were growing up it was like little mermaid drag queen is the villain yeah Yeah. then it's beauty and the beast (laughs) jim bunny is is a villain right and then it's then it's aladdin who as we've discussed jafar might be the straightest of them because he canonically is into jasmine but come on it's, that that's a bitter queen at the bar if I've ever seen one, and then we have Scar in the Lion King, who's the gayest lion I've ever seen in my entire. Yeah, he individually gestures with his pinky. Yeah, I mean, even the songs when you were saying, like, when you were talking on your pod about the Aladdin episode and all the songs that you don't listen, like, when you're singing them out loud, you're just 
in the moment. You don't actually listen to the lines about like, what's it like the dirty... Where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face. Yeah, like... (laughs) What do you think is the most problematic Disney movie? Well, I I think the general consensus is the most problematic Disney movie is The Song of the South, which you you can't find anymore. Like Disney has just, I think it's on YouTube actually. No, I've never seen it either. Oh, I, I haven't either. I haven't either. I have to say, but it oh, okay, is. Um, goes, but it's just no. It's known to be so bad that you cannot get a hold of it. Yeah. Do you know how racist something has to be for it to be banned in the 80s? <laughs> in the 19 Yeah. In the 1980s, that's that's extra racist. Yeah. I was asking my brother about it yesterday and and he was like, "Oh, I think I think that I saw that in the theater." <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god oh my god you did he's like i think so because i don't know when else i would have seen it and i think i've seen it and we definitely had comic books growing up that featured those characters uh mm-hmm. in them that yeah. I, I i haven't read them in a long time i suspect they were also extremely racist i think it's probably once you get into that milieu it's yeah. you know so I think that's... I think I had like a record of it. I think I had like a little 45 that yeah. told the story of Br'er Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the visuals, you don't understand what you're listening to. Really. <laughs> right. And you're just like, wow, Zippity-Doo-Dah is a really fun yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not racist to us, but someone in 1945 would have been like, oh, I get yeah, it. Um, I hear it. I see you. Like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but there's other like greatest hits on Disney too. Like Peter Pan is is super racist. Like there's a song, like what makes the red man red about native Americans, which is not great. And <laughs> like the old ones, you really find some stuff. Do <laughs> you think though, Disney have got better with representation, with kind of, I suppose, noting, noting these problems they've had in the past. Do you think they've got better? So here's what's interesting is they they fixed some of the problems, but I feel like they still, they created more issues. So when we were growing up, like Paul said, it was Little Mermaid and Lion King, which I actually think is the most problematic because even though it's not, you know, even though there is the, the gay villain trope in Lion King, but for me, what's really bonkers about it is how it like reinforces the the need for a strong leader. And like, it's very... I mean, fascist is a strong word, but it's... Uh, <laughs> the Lion King supports it's, the it's, British throne. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it does. It's got this, like, it's got this, like, only one strong man can protect all of us from the evil, yeah. like, interlopers. I've never I'm, thought about yeah, it. Yeah, like isn't that when people, yeah, you just think, I always just cried my eyes out. When he does. That's all I remember. Well, Anna's made of order. She just, like... Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I cried anything. Yeah. So you think they've created more problems by trying to fix the problems with the past, like whack-a-mole? I, I think that, I think like generally speaking, as far as like racial representation, they've gotten a lot better. Like, I'm not saying they're perfect, but they've generally like their, their movies are not entirely made of white people. Like, like you, you have a movie about mermaids and yet they're all white. Like really there's no, it's all mermaids are white. It's like Santa Claus is white. Like what? Yeah, who cares, right? Um, but I think, like, as you get into other representation, they aren't great. Like, like LGBTQIA plus representation is not great. And I was researching that, and there's only one gay moment, and apparently it's um, Gaston's 
right hand man was meant to be gay. Okay, don't. It, did you? Okay, that if you want a gay moment, LeFou should have been a fucking pig bottom. I don't want to hear <laughs> about this little like LeFou made eyes at Gaston across the bar, and that's your exclusively gay. Don't give yeah. me crumbs and tell me it's a feast. No. Just no. fucking don't do it. Don't do it then. Yeah, so China can cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see full frontal male nudity in a Disney animated movie, and then I will give them credit for representing me. (laughs) Also, like, they don't really have disabled representation. I'm a disabled man. I've put a policy in my legs. Like, you never see anyone represented with disability Mm. in movies like that. Yeah. You know, we were were actually talking on our – pod because we had just we just did a movie called election where they casually have a very minor character that just happens to be in a wheelchair and that's not the point like he's it's literally three lines like to call him a character is even kind of exaggerating it but and we were like wow we don't you just don't see that they just don't include those people in movies and it's you know sad yeah So, so here's the million dollar question though what do you think they need to do to move the narrative forward or change our, our representation what do you think they need to do i th- i think with disney because it's meant for children that, that's actually the whole kind of problem that i have with it because otherwise these movies are fine if you're aiming them at adults who understand the world and understand nuance but children don't so i think with for, because they're for children they should just be like they should all take place in outer space they should all have like they should all just be the most unreal like surreal like just yeah, yeah, they shouldn't try to to like ground them in any type of reality because they're going to they're going to make it wrong no matter how hard they try. And like children just need to to and and they should all be about empathy, which some of them are and they, the newer ones really are, but um they if they if they kind of make them like these surrealistic fantasies, I think it could really broaden kids' minds without like without them taking it so seriously. And and I I also think like they just have to they have to be willing to make like two billion dollars on a movie as opposed to three billion dollars on a movie like like you can like I I just watched this this movie on Disney Plus uh, called Better Nate Than Ever which is about a little boy who like desperately wants to be a musical theater actor and he goes to New York City to audition and it's like it's it's a fantasy and it's fun and it's for kids and it's fine but they won't let the kid say he's gay. So, like, he has a girl who is best friend who goes with him, and she has a crush on him, and she says she has a crush on him, and he goes, I'm not that way. And that's the closest they'll let him get, just being, like, a, this little this little homosexual who's prancing down Broadway, <laughs> like, singing, and, like, and it's, like, okay, so what did you, like, you just avoid, and look, it's not just foreign countries. We have a very loud, idiotic minority here that is, like, upset about kids hearing the word gay, right? So... I'm not trying to pass the buck too much, but like, you just have to say, no, this is what we're doing. And if you don't want to take your kid to see it, don't take your kid to see it, but they're still going to hear the word gay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and the way they like position that is like, he was, he was ashamed of it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not that way. Do you know what I mean? And when you're a kid watching that, you'll feel ashamed by it. Exactly. If, if you are a little gayling going around. <laughs> a little, a little gayling. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> if you can't say it out. <laughs> I'm taking that, but I will give you credit. Thanks, Mom. Thank you. Thanks, Mom. 
So we want to know, like, do you find it hard to watch movies now and not look out for these elements? Like, are you always on lookout? Yeah, because it's particularly because the movies from, like, particularly if you were watching a movie from, like, 1981, you're going and you're like, okay, this is going to be a, this is going to be a relic, right? Like, this is 40 years old. And the movies now, when they don't do it right, it's like, come on, have we not learned anything? Like, I feel like after talking to you guys, I'm definitely going to be yeah, looking out for more and... stuff. Like, ha! The antenna come up. <laughs> I still really enjoy things, though, I have to say. Like, it's, I, it's fine to, like, see it and acknowledge it and, like, do better. Like, mm. if, especially people who are out there in the world making art, just do better and, and we'll get yeah. it, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you know, iterating on it and maybe we'll get it right someday. But you can still enjoy <laughs> art. There's always something, even in like the worst movies, there's something there. There's a performance that's amazing or there's like a joke, like one line that you're like, oh, that's a really good line. Like, yeah. well Except done. for Can't Buy Me Love. There is nothing good in Can't Buy Me Love. <laughs> <laughs> I just love all the songs. The songs keep me in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See? yeah you go. There no is something what. good. The soundtracks yeah. will yeah. always be the memories of her. Yeah, the memories. Yeah, part of part of your world. Uh, just can't wait to be king. Uh, but anyway, so what is your would you say favorite Disney movie? This is a hard question. Probably. Honestly, my favorite Disney movie is probably Robin Hood with that fucking fox. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D- deeply problematic though it may be i can't help it i love beauty and the beast I, the songs are good that i mean angela lansbury's in it come on i'm not made of stone okay and we'll leave you on this final question leaving disney aside what movie from your childhood do you think that you've reviewed on your pod has held up the best Oh, we've got them, Anna. We've got them. Yeah, like, is there, is there, is there actually any? Like, I'm sure that, like, because we're them. all, like you said, we're always learning. <laughs> so, like, there is always. You know what movie's really good, holds up? I mean, I, I gave it a 10. It's, I'm biased because it's my, it's one of my favorite movies. Point Break. Point Break is okay. great. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, I'm trying to think of it. There, there are movies, like, I know we gave, like, My So-Called Life, the TV show, a 10. Like, that that show holds up. Yeah. And it's really good. Although that's, like, from 96. So, you know what? We just did Fame from 1980. And Fame, as far as, like, what we're talking, it's not a perfect movie. But, like, as far as, like, being concerned about, like, running into horrifying racism that's not being acknowledged, <laughs> it, it, it kind of skirts that for the most part. That's True. And it has LGBTQ representation too, which for 1980 yes, seems insane. Like it's a miracle this movie was made. Yeah. Oh my God. And great leg warmers. Absolutely. Exactly. And Debbie <laughs> Allen, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I'm taking away from this is really live in the fantasy and know what it is, but you can enjoy it. You, yeah. 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 Just just know what you're watching, go with your eyes open and say, okay, well, that was racist, but I really do like that song. And, you know, it, both things can be true. Yeah. yeah. So, and your, Disney has a place for us. It um, does. Yeah. There's yeah, I mean, a there... place for us. <laughs> yes, Paul. <laughs> so we're on to Chancer of the Week this week. Um... Well, I go first. My chancer of the week this week is um, Bono and the Edge, 
performing. Oh my god, no. Yeah. There's but something like, that I just don't like about Bono and I don't know what it is. It it's, it's an Irish mentality where we're like, you're doing well and we can't accept it. Get no, back but down he's here. also just a bit of the, ugh, do you know what I mean? It just annoys me. I'm sorry, Bono. If you listen to this, please, please keep listening. If you but, listen uh, to this, yeah, sure, Paddy, we haven't made it that far now. Come on. Um, <laughs> But they were doing something nice. They were performing a surprise gig in a bunker in Ukraine, right? So I think that's great. Showing solidarity, Irish people um, Mm. performing, and hopefully they enjoyed it. But it just reminded me far too much of the 2014 moment when they put an album on our phones without asking. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? And I'm just saying, I hope they asked the Ukrainian people if they could play for them because there's nothing worse if you're sitting around not feeling great and then someone just pulls out a guitar and starts singing so <laughs> how did they get that actually I can't believe that they had a whole album on the phone the only album you could get was you 2 no they just put it on everyone's phones without asking and like you know the, the people who liked them were like great free U2 album the rest of the world was like sorry no I do like when the streets have no name that's a good one there is yeah but no, yeah some good that's tunes. an absolute chance Chancellor. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go the completely different route um and say I'm gonna give this to Kylie Jenner and her Met Gala outfit. Uh-huh. Honestly and truly, that was a chance she was taking, and I don't think it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she was at a shotgun wedding. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's what the, I think that's what the Met Gala is about. You either fail like you fly it or you're failing, and that's what's no, great to no, see. no, no, one. It was a backwards white cap in like a wedding dress. If uh, if you said to me Elvis married her in Vegas, I'd be like, absolutely. Mm, that would be perfect. No, you have baseball at noon, and I couldn't believe wedding it. <laughs> it just yeah, it made me actually uneasy to watch. I was like, what is she doing? Um, but I think for me. It's just, it was too much of a chance. And I think that's why she's my chancer of the week. I, th- I think there was a good sentiment behind it. Um, I think her friend was passed away and it was something it was, that they were working on together. It was Virgil from Off-White. So yeah. they had meaning behind it. So that, I like that, yeah. Yeah, it is nice. But and I do feel bad for It's like getting a tattoo it. with meaning, but it's still awful. You're like, okay, yeah. but that Playboy bunny on your back doesn't. You know, it's like, I got a circle tattoo on my wrist and I look at it every day. I'm like, why the hell did I get that? But I, at the time, it, it had meaning. meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, that's the chance of the week. Okay, who okay. are we going to choose? Who are we going to choose? I think they're quite close. They in are proximity. quite close. Like, yeah. Could it be a draw? Oh my God, I hate doing draws though. We're way too sassy okay. for that. Um, um, because I think um, the U2 one had a little bit nicer meaning behind it. Let's make Kylie the chancer of the week. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you win. <laughs> Thank you, you stun hun and hunettes for choosing to spend time with us two chancers again this week. For the latest updates, follow him, Prince Charming, at Paddy Y. Smith and me, The Beast, Anna Cliff Comedy, <laughs> on all social media. You can also get in touch by emailing chances... The Beast! I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, hon. <laughs> you can also get in touch by emailing chancerspodcast at goloudnow.com. Until next week, chancers, stay stunning. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Take a chance.